What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Thrive University podcast. I am your host and chief energy officer, Jeremy Abramson. And if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for your presence. And in case you weren't aware, Thrive is an acronym that stands for Thoughts, Habits, Relationships, Intention, Vitality, and Embodiment. And this is an acronym that I created to really create a framework to teach you the things that we never learned in school. And my intention with this podcast is to bring on world-renowned guests to break down their success, their breakthroughs, their obstacles that they've overcome to create massive amounts of success, health, and wealth in their life. So I'm so grateful that you're here. And now let's get to today's episode. But before we start with today's episode, I wanted to make an announcement that I'm so excited about. I just launched my Magic of Microdosing free course. This free course has over 10 videos where I really break down the neuroscience of microdosing and talk about how this medicine can potentially lead to massive transformation and healing in your life. So if you've been curious about implementing this medicine, this is a great resource for you to tap into. And again, it's 100% free. So make sure to visit the website magicofmicrodosing.com or just hit the link in the show notes below. Much love, y'all. All right, today we are bringing my good friend, my brother, my videographer, my stylist, Bonia Vibes on the podcast. And Bonia is just a really dope, multidimensional being who has so many unique gifts. He's an incredible dancer. His fashion is off the charts. And he's a yoga teacher. He does a lot of really dope shit. And we talk about all things on this podcast, toxic masculinity, um, the importance of channeling your chi and different ways to really step into your power as a man in 2023. I think it's a really important conversation. Again, Bonilla is one of my best friends, and I'm so excited for you to hear some of his incredible story. Let's get it. What is up, you fucking legends? Welcome back to the Thrive University podcast. I am so excited for what is about to go down because I am bringing on one of my best friends, one of my homies, one of my boys, Bonilla Vibes is hey. in the building, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Um, before you introduce yourself, Word. I just want to give the listeners and viewers some context. I just think you're the fucking coolest dude. Mm. Like... You just got so much swag, <laughs> so much charisma. You're just a good fucking mm. dude. And I got mad love for you, and that's why you're here. Um, I want to see, like, how would you introduce yourself? 30 to 45 seconds. Like, Word. go. Um, Bonilla, first thing. Um, I would describe myself as somebody who is very mindful of the way he moves. I'm very expressive um playful and always looking to essentially become a better version of myself mm. and in in doing that i hope that that ripples onto other people yeah so being more than doing per se 
I'm curious to know because you're Dominican, right? And yeah. a lot of Latin culture cultures, especially with men, they're very macho, mm. right? It's like mm. they're very suppressed. Mm. So to kind of see someone of Latin descent like you embody that openness and that authenticity is really refreshing. I'm sure it is for a lot of other mm. people too. Is that something that you always had since you were younger or is that something that you kind of adopted later on? That's a great question. I would definitely say it's something I adopted later on. I always was like very much doing my own thing. But until I left my house at like 17, 18 years old, where it was just like I was tired of being told what to do, who to be, how to move. And when you're at that point where it's just like, yo, I've had it. I'm just like, I'm doing me no matter what. Because I've had so many opportunities or situations that came up where I didn't honor my soul. I didn't mm -hmm. honor who I was as an individual. And due to that, you know, I felt like I wasn't expressing myself or honoring myself. So because of that, I moved the way I do now. Hell yeah. yeah. Did a lot of the way, I'm just curious, your dad's in New York, yeah? Yeah. Well, my dad's here in Homestead, actually. Oh, he's in Homestead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So did you spend a majority of your childhood around your dad, though? I did, yeah. Was did. he was he at all similar to the way you are? Nah, I would say he's very machista, like you know, like very. Uh, this is how to be a man, you know. Right. But um, I never had like a problem with creating resistance in being myself. So like you know, getting my tattoos and like dressing the way I do. It was always like, you know, that's that's not normal. And I'm just like, I get it. But I'm gonna express myself. What would you say to someone right now who's really struggling to express themselves in that authentic, joyful way and really tap into that level of self-expression? I would say to look within and um, try to understand who you're trying to impress. Are you, is, it, is it external? Is it the way you're expressing yourself to validate yourself to the people outside of you? Or is this like, are you expressing yourself in a way that like you're embodying how you feel and your identity? Because if it's not, if you're not doing it for yourself to feel good, to be good, you know, then it's like, it's a rat race that will never end. You will constantly keep trying to validate yourself to the outside world. Yeah, it's so true, bro. Yeah. I spent a majority of my life chasing external validation and approval. Mm from whether it was my parents, whether it was teachers, whether it was friends, whether it was women. Mm. And every single time that I did that, I was robbing myself mm. of the opportunity to really be myself and connect to my mm. heart, connect to my soul. And being in your presence is such a great reminder mm. to continue <laughs> pushing the boundaries. Like, oh, like fucking, whether it's wearing a bucket hat <laughs> yeah. and some goofy ass glasses, whether it's like, I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> you got me cool. wearing. Bonilla, Bonilla dressed <laughs> me up for this podcast. But I fuck with it. I fuck with it. But, but like really, really seeing you embody that like is actually very inspiring for me. Um, and I think that's a beautiful place to get to mm. where you remove the need for validation from other people and you really just work on impressing yourself every day. Mm, mm. Like tapping into your highest potential because you know how powerful you truly are and you don't want to waste an ounce of that shit. 100%. And that's fucking, that's fucking yeah. like, that's a fucking beautiful space to be. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing you're tapping into it so early. Bro. Thank you, bro.
Thank it's, you. It's amazing. So I know you mentioned when I asked you what you wanted to talk about today, you mentioned discernment. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so tell us what you mean when you say <clears throat> discernment. <laughs> so discernment for, I just feel like that this is a subject that has been like very prominent in the past three years. Mm. Um, okay. You know, it's something that has shown up where it's become very obvious the level of discernment and per se awareness of an individual based off of, you know, certain viewpoints. And I feel that discernment needs to be a, a focal point, you know, moving forward at all times in any subject, right? Whether that be vaccinations. Well, <laughs> I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. <laughs> you can keep going. You can talk about the vaccine. You know, like yo, like it's there's just been so many subjects where and it's a double-edged sword. And that's the thing that I want to also showcase to people. Like it's it's beyond just like what you see. For example, like let's talk about uh climate change or or being plant-based and stuff like that, right? Like where um being plant-based and vegan is a great one because you are vegan. Right, exactly. Right, So I can talk about that. But I, I always look at both sides because it's very easy to, to simply like stick to your view and be like, okay, the other side is, is invalid, right? But I never, just because I'm plant-based, do I ever be like, eating meat is wrong. No, I have to keep looking at it. I have to keep like dialing in. Why do I believe this, right? Yeah. Where is this viewpoint coming from? And I think that for plant-based, for example right? People are just like, oh, it's, it's the healthy way to go. But at the same time, you see the amount of foods that are being like thrown out to the market with like GMO, super processed and all of that. So you have to use discernment once again. It doesn't matter what subject comes up. You have to be able to like step away from the emotion, no part, because I think that's where, where people get stuck. It's like the emotion comes up based off of the idea, viewpoint, you know, situation that's happening. Therefore, I create a belief right. on, on, on what's happening where I need to like step away from the emotional part and then create an observatory viewpoint. OK, this is happening. This is happening. What, you know, and where does the the media, the like, you know, the I don't I hate using the word elites, <laughs> But, you know, where are they trying to lead my emotions? Because that's what it usually is, right? I, I wanna, there's always an agenda. There's always an agenda yeah. on everything, everything, yeah, yeah, everything, yeah. you know? So that's what I mean about discernment. Like, we have to continue to harness and hone our discernment. That's powerful. Yeah. And I think, it's, I think it's great, too, because you are vegan. Yeah. Right? And you know how I feel in general about the vegan diet. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's giving you access to as many nutrients as you need to fully thrive. Word. But at the same time, I see the way you look and I see yeah. the way you move. And I'm like, bro, if that shit works for you, if you feel fucking great, yeah. hell yeah, keep going. Thanks. Like, like I don't love you any less mm -hmm. for the decisions that you make. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's really Appreciate important that. because like you mentioned with the vaccine during COVID, it's never been a more divisive time in human history. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was the anti-vaxxers and then, they, those same anti-vaxxers were super spreaders. They were murderers. They were selfish. Mm -hmm. All of these things. Yep. Sometimes even treated like second-class citizens. And then you had the vaxxers who were like the, the citizens of the world, the people who were compassionate, who cared, who wanted to take care of their, their fellow man. And there's so much hatred and animosity between these two sides. 100%. The vaxxed and the unvaxxed. 
And now three years later, I think the evidence is pretty clear based on the data, based on the science. And we can see that these vaccines were actually not nearly as effective as they were promised to be. Mm-hmm. And just like you mentioned, that's why we need to be extremely self-aware. We cannot just continue believing everything that politicians say that the fucking person on CNN is spewing out of his mouth because there's always a narrative. There's always an, an agenda that's being All pushed. Yep. And usually that agenda involves citizens becoming weaker and more dependent on government. Yep. So if we have that narrative in mind, then we can hopefully make better decisions for ourselves and our families. And follow the money. Always follow the money. You know, like there's, there's, it, it unfortunately has a lot to do with who's getting paid out, you know, and companies and power and whatnot. So if you really just like look at it from that perspective, you'll very easily come to like the answer of what's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Big Pharma made, I think, $1.7 trillion oh, last year. they're rolling in green, bro. They're rolling in green. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy. If yeah. you look at the numbers of Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson, yeah. the money that they made from the vaccine, yeah. and they continue to make from these booster shots, of course. Yeah. it's absolutely insane. Well, yeah. And of course, there's an incentive to push them because they've already produced them. But anyways, we won't we won't stay on the topic of the vaccine. <laughs> I'm curious to know, though, because I don't think I've ever asked you this. Um, what do you think is the biggest obstacle that you've ever overcome? Ooh. That really like what's the first thing that comes to mind in regards to the biggest obstacle that you've ever overcome? I would say still overcoming, but I would say it is um, playing the victim role in regards to like parental trauma that I've had, Mm. you know? So like, for example, like getting the story of me getting kicked out my house at 17, you know, like I, I empowered that story for a very long time where I was just like, yeah, my parents, my family doesn't care about me, you know, yada, 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 where... Essentially, when when you come back to when I came back to my power, I realized that there was a decision to be made. I had a choice, and I did, and I made the decision that I wanted to to do. You know, which was leave the house, right? right? So I would say that mending my relationship with my parents, which is still an ongoing thing, um, has been the most empowering thing for me. And just like not being a victim at the end of the day to anything. We create our reality at all times. That's fucking dope. Yeah. That's powerful. How's that going for you now? Where's that relationship at? Good. Um, I do my best to call my mom every day. I call my grandma for sure every day. Um, That's dope. Yeah. Yo, yo, let's just pause for a second. Yo, like, (laughs) yo, if you're listening right now, especially if you're a man listening, you got to call your mama, your grandma. If you're still lucky enough to have your grandma, like, what a fucking blessing that is. You yeah. got to hit them up regularly and let yeah. them know how much you love them. 100%. And it, it, you never know when it's going to be the last time. They're our biggest teachers, you know? So it's like, um, like this weekend I went to see my, my parents and I was like, I was getting ready for it. I was like, this is your meditation. Like, this is your mm. meditation. Like, let's, let's get it. Whatever comes up for you, sit with it. Like, and don't allow the, the, the triggers, the trauma to like, you know, because in most, in most cases than others, we're more reactive like people that we spend a lot of time with, such as our parents, our brothers and sisters. So every time I'm there, I'm like, all right, find the practice, find the discipline, find the meditation, and let's get it and show up in love. 
Because mm. at the end of the day, it's all love. That's, that's always going to be the end goal. That's powerful. You know what else I've found in my experience that enables me mm-hmm. just a little bit to tap into more love? Mushrooms. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm curious to know. Because I know we've microdosed a couple times together. Have you had any bigger experiences or just in general, like, is there any lesson that you've learned from the medicine of mushrooms in your journey that comes to mind? Um, I really do think with mushrooms and I would say a lot of those like plant medicines, it brings me back to the oneness of everything, mm-hmm. right? So when I've had experiences, whether it was two grams, three grams, something of that nature, um, like all of the like resistance and like issues that I may have with people or like feelings of like resistance over a certain like business or whatever it may be, any resistance that is not coming from love tends to just wash away. Mm. Right. Cause it's just like, you are like, you know, I am you, you are me. Like, so anything that I do onto you, I'm doing onto myself. Yeah. Right. And then like, you know, connecting to nature, obviously, which is, there's no separation between any of this. So bringing that energetic, like collect- Talk a little bit about that, the, the connection to nature and the lack of separation. Cause mm. I think a huge reason for many people's feelings of depression mm-hmm. is that illusion of separation. Of course. They feel like they're alone. They don't feel that connection to other people. They don't feel that connection to their family. They don't feel that connection to nature. So what's something that someone can do to really feel that and experience that? Mm. I, I like to say uh, a sunrise or sunset a day keeps the stress away. <laughs> so I, I try to make it a ritual for me to either catch a sunrise or a sunset once a day. Mm. Right. Because I love that. That's going to put me one a in front of the ocean potentially for the sunrise B at South Point Park where there's grass and there's community and I, I completely agree with you. I do think the disconnection to, to nature is really what's causing so much like depression and like, and like feelings of like, I don't know where I'm at, what I'm doing, because dude, we live in like the concrete jungle nowadays, you know, like being around nature is not that simple Well, for Miami per se. That's why I'm really grateful to be around the ocean. So anytime I need to like, we beach boys, you know, we're beach boys, you know, we we go catch the ocean, we go catch the sunset and man, you can feel the difference. Go out like and get some sunlight for 10 minutes. You'll feel the difference, you know? So, I mean, I just recommend people, man, make it a ritual. It has to be part of your day to go outside and get some sunlight, move your body. Obviously we can go on ages about that all right fam i am sorry to interrupt the show one more time but you already know i don't have sponsors for this podcast really i use this platform to just provide free value for you that is my mission at thrive university is just to provide you the education that we never experienced in our childhood so i created a nutrition program that literally breaks down all of the necessary principles to optimize your gut health and your brain health through nutrition. And this course used to be $297, but I wanted to make it massively affordable and accessible for everyone. 
So it's now $29 for lifetime access to some of the best content I've ever created regarding nutrition. So if you're ready to take your life, your health to the next level, make sure to visit the link in the show notes to take advantage of that amazing opportunity. I just recommend people, man, make it a ritual. It has to be part of your day to go outside and get some sunlight, move your body. Obviously we can go on for ages about that. Yeah. No, I love that, dude. I've never actually heard that expression. A sunrise <laughs> or sunset keeps the doctor away. Right? Yeah. That's fucking fire. However you want to put it. Yeah. No, that's powerful. That's really powerful. Yeah. I mean, first thing in the morning, it's like, it's nature's drugs that are the most powerful. All day. And they're oftentimes free. All day. Morning oh sunlight. Oh, my God. Hydration. <laughs> yeah. Movement. All day. Dance. Yeah expression mm. like this is the shit that that really don't cost money but it's like the most powerful way to shift our physiology mm -hmm. and shift our mindset and mood right um i'd like to talk about something i don't think we've talked about um on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> i'd like to touch on it though bro i feel like you're a great guy to touch on it <laughs> um you know there's a lot of talk about uh don't worry about the clock. We'll go a little past that. Word. Um, there's a lot of talk about toxic masculinity mm. in the world, which mm. I think is a bunch of bullshit. Of course. Um, but there's also something that is sweeping the world. And I think it's pretty prevalent in Miami. Spiritual fuckboys. Sheesh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> you know. There's a lot of people in general who are seeking a more spiritual path, which mm -hmm. is beautiful, whether mm -hmm. it's through yoga, breath work, plant medicine. I'm all for it. And with that being said, I do see a lot of men in particular use spirituality as a mask to just be a fucking fuckboy. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? I, I completely agree. I think it's... Um... <sighs> I mean, this is utilized like, you know, in spaces of yoga and everything and everything. It's so easy to create a facade in that space, right? Because at the end of the day, you're creating an image that you think is going to sell, right? But manipulation at the end of the day is like something that you can use discernment, <laughs> right? Once again, as a, as a female um, to witness, right? And I think that it's, it's a two-way street at the end of the day, right? As a as men who are creating this, this, this space of being a spiritual fuckboy, at the end of the day, aren't really like doing the work, right, right? right? Because at the end of the day, when you do the work, you come to realize, okay, like semen retention, like um, the like really honoring the woman, like the goddess, the female, like that is that is the space that you need to be in, you know. So if you're in that space. Like your goal is not always to sleep with, with, you know, the woman. I try to have as many monogamous relationships, um, not monogamous. <laughs> I think you're looking for um, platonic. My apologies. <laughs> monogamous. <laughs> no, definitely kidding. not cutting that out, by the way. <laughs> right. I, I, I do my best to have as many platonic relationships with women as possible. Talk right? about the challenges of that, though. It is challenging, but um, it's definitely challenging, right? So, but I enjoy it. Like, right. I like a challenge 
And I like to see where I'm at personally. Mm. So when I have a platonic relationship with a woman, I get to check myself every time, right? Like I get to check myself. Okay, cool. I'm attracted to this person, right? right. Where are my thoughts going? Am I, am, I, am I like, you know, creating fantasies in my head? Or am I able to be present in this space, hold space in a conversation, not think about sex all day, every day? You know, it's a primal thing. But like, if you don't have control over that, you don't, if you don't have control over your sexual urges, then like you're a slave to your mind. This yeah. is this is some of the advice I gave you. Like yeah. when, we, when we were talking, yeah. like, like, bro, it's especially I mean, you're a little younger. I'm 32. You're 27 now. Yeah. I mean. I think we can all agree. Like, I, I, I just think like I personally like no on no on some no homo shit. I think you're just a fucking beautiful man, <laughs> yeah. and like in all in it. all capacities, right? So like with that, there's going to obviously be an abundance mm-hmm. of opportunities, mm-hmm. an abundance of temptation, mm-hmm. and I think the most important thing for you and myself and any man in our position is really just being grounded in our mission and in our purpose, bro. Oof. Because if you're not. You're going to fucking slip up. You're going to give into that instant gratification. You're going to be fucking hanging out with women that you probably shouldn't be. And that shit Mm. is going to fuck you up, bro. Mm. And guess what? Guess what? Then you're going to be that spiritual fuck boy. And that's why for us, it's like, yo, we got to be grounded as fuck, dude. This is the most important thing. I agree. Like with our energy, with our life force, we have to remember that we literally create life with our semen. It literally produces another human being. We cannot give that shit away freely, easily, without being super intentional, right? And I think it's really important, like, so many dudes I know, and don't get me wrong, I used to be in this position, like, watch porn on a regular basis, and they're just Mm. giving their energy, their Mm. life force, their chi into a fucking napkin, into a tissue, it's like, bro, you have to understand <laughs> the value, you don't the get power, it. <laughs> the yeah. power. Yeah. So that's what I think is like moving forward is going to be the most powerful thing is just to stay fucking grounded, bro, yeah. in your mission. Yeah. Your you do passion. a great job at it, honestly. I mean, it's, it's, it's not easy at times just because I'm a fucking man, mm-hmm. a primal fucking masculine being. Yeah. But like that, that groundedness is, is definitely essential, I think, for everything. Um, what else is on your mind, bro? What, what, like we, we've, we've like bounced around so well, many we topics. We knew this was going to happen. <laughs> no, but yeah. Flow. And yeah. We'll, definitely, we'll definitely like record a longer one too in the mm-hmm. future. But like I'm super inspired just by, by when you said removing the victim mentality. Mm. And identifying that, mm. right? Mm. Because leaving your house at 17, it's very easy to tell yourself, like, I'm not lovable. My parents are assholes. They're yeah. pieces of shit. They kicked me out. But for you to really reprogram and rewrite that narrative and do everything in your power to repair that relationship is powerful. So, so maybe what is something that you would tell your 17-year-old self or maybe another 17-year-old who's listening or watching who's like mm. having a ton of anger and resentment towards their parents. I would tell them that 
your parents are doing the best they can with the knowledge they have. Um, and when I came to that aha moment, and I, you actually like sit with it and look at your parents and you're like, man, they didn't have it easy growing up. You know, their parents probably had even more trauma. You know, they're reprogramming right now. Right now, they're trying to decondition all, this, all the layers of stuff that went on in their life. You know, they're doing the best they can. You know, so I, to, to fault them, you know, to fault them for like where they're at in their level of awareness, um, I don't think is just, right? And like, again, you're not a victim ever, ever. Whatever story is in your head, you are not a victim. You need to come from a place of creator, creatorhood because we are constantly creating our reality at every given moment with every thought every action, every, you know, every word that is spoken, abracadabra, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, it's, it's wild. It's wild, like, as I've gotten older, I'm really able to see the inner child of my mom and dad mm. and really identify yeah. their emotional wounds and traumas from their childhood. Mm. And it's beautiful to actually have that perspective because it gives us the opportunity to actually reparent our parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? From a and place of love. Exactly. Right. From a place of love, bro. Because like you said, they, don't, they weren't exposed to the same knowledge and tools that we have. We yeah. can open up our phone, listen to podcasts, read books, like gain access to any type mm -hmm. of information we want. And they just weren't in that position. So we have to practice more patience, more unconditional love with our parents, with our families, with our loved ones. Because... It's going to remove so much resentment, anger, tension, and it's going to create so much opportunity and community and family. And that's, that's really what it is, bro. Mm. Like, that's mm. really what it is. It's all love. And when they see that, when your parents, like, see you in that space of, like, love, compassion, that's what, like, hits them the most. It's not the words that you tell them, like, hey, you should stop eating this. Hey, you should, like, work out more. Hey, you should not. It's, like, seeing you, like come from a place of love, compassion, and in your being, right? That's when they start to notice, okay, there's something happening here, right? Yeah. And that's when they start to listen. Hmm. Listen. Hmm. Bro, this whole time you've had, like, such a, such a calm demeanor, and, like, your voice has just been so soothing. I'm like, damn. I'm, like, the high-strong, like, lit-ass <laughs> motherfucker, and you're just, like, chilling. Um, Thank you. Man, honestly, bro, you're one of the most talented dudes I know. I'm just so excited to see uh, you continue pursuing your passions. And um, it's an honor to be on the journey with you, bro. I'm always here to support you as a brother, as a friend. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, you're so multifaceted. Like, you fucking are a stylist. You're an incredible fucking movement artist, right? Whether that's yoga, dance, you fucking... What else? You spin fire? I can. I've done it a few I times. Can. <laughs> I can spin fire. <laughs> um, but like, you're so multifaceted. Like you. your content creation mm, you. and your editing. Like, dude, just so so much artistic expression is mm. inside your blood, flowing at all times. Mm. Um, so I want to know where the people can connect with you. How can they get in touch? Mm. Through Instagram, uh, Onia Vibes. Uh, would love a follow that'd be great and um, 
I would love to work with more people that are like feeling inspired to share their vision, right? Um, I was just telling Pamela that like, you know, we all have gifts, you know, we all have gifts to share. And this is the moment where we get rid of the nine to five, we get rid of the like, I need to work for somebody like we have gifts to share. And it needs to be put in a platform where people can see it, right? Because at the end of the day, like your your passion project, your anything you're working on, you want it to ripple into the world to as many people as possible. How do you do that? We have the opportunity now through social media, right? And I think you do a great job at that. I mean, TikTok, you're crushing it. Like, you know, Instagram, you're crushing it. And everything that you share is powerful and is impactful to the community. That's why I'm like, bro, this guy, like all day, every day, you, you have my support any day of the week, right? So, and that's the people I want to work for, people that were, are creating an impact. You know, like that's what I'm here for. I'm here to create an impact. And yeah, if you're yeah. not doing that, like, you know, let's move on to something else. Fuck yeah. I appreciate that. Yo, if you're listening to this pod, if you're watching it, take a screenshot on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever the fuck you're listening, and tag Bonilla and myself at Coach Jeremy305 on IG. Let us know what the biggest divine download that you had during this conversation was, because I had a bunch of them, mm. and I'm about to take some notes real quick. Um, fuck, man, that was fun. That was really fucking fun. Actually, you inspired me, like... If you're watching, if you're listening, you have a gift to share with the world that nobody else can share. You have a unique divine essence inside your soul. And the reason that you're probably feeling a little down, the reason that you're feeling a little disconnected from yourself, maybe even depressed, is because you've been neglecting your gifts. You've been neglecting your unique superpowers. And it's time to cut that shit out. Mm. It's time for you to start sharing your gifts with the world. We need you in 2023, baby. Let's fucking go. I hope. C'est <laughs> bon, yeah. All right. Much love, y'all. That's a wrap. The man, the myth, the motherfucking legend, ah! me vibes. Let's go, guys. Oh my goodness. You made it until the end of this podcast. And I'm so grateful for you just really committing to your health and to your transformation. So just take a moment to appreciate and acknowledge yourself for making it until the end. And I really hope that you take at least one thing that you heard today and implement it into your life because knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. It requires you to take action and implement these different practices and principles into your life. And I'm here to support you every step of the way. So again, Word of mouth is my oxygen. I don't do this for money. I just do it to cultivate community and help you enrich your life. So if you gain value from the show, share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram story, tag me at Coach Jeremy305. And if you want to see the video version of this episode, go check out our YouTube channel because, again, when you see things, sometimes it brings them to life and you can really see different parts of this conversation and the relationship dynamic with each guest. So again, fam, thank you. Thank you so much. You already know what time it is. It's time to take action on your dreams and thrive.